you know, this is where people are asking, who is this Jesus? You know what I mean? Mm. Especially in the situation that we are in now, who is this God? You know, how can he love me? You know what I mean? Hello friends and family. My name is Tania Deshawn. I'm a Birmingham native, a poet, and if anything else, a creative. And welcome to Element Agape. First of all, I want to thank you, Puerto Rico, South Africa, the United Kingdom. I see your views and I appreciate them so much. And for those of you who are new, Thank you also for tuning in. Element Agape is a love anthology for Black Christian women to educate ourselves on embracing biblical femininity through Black women storytellers, art created by Black women, and biblical literature. And before we get started today, I would like to share with you all a... um, just a kind note that I received from a new listener. Her name is also Tania. She is my sister queen, okay? And she wrote in saying, girl, I was searching for a Christian podcast on self-love and God brought me to finding and clicking on Element Agape. Your podcast came in clutch the moment I needed it. Well, girl, we rely on our community of sister queens for this content to come together. And we want to welcome Tania into the community, Tania Michelle. Um, So without further ado, we have more amazing content for you all. I hope you enjoy. Today, we are traveling, Sister Queens, across the pond to our guest today, Nuri. Nuri is an amazing poet from Birmingham, United Kingdom, and she is going to talk about um, what I kind of consider church fatigue, which is leaving the church and coming back. And she has an amazing poem to share with us. She has amazing words of encouragement, and I hope you all enjoy. My name is Nuri, poetry by Nuri. I am based in Birmingham, United Kingdom. So I am all the way from across um, the pond. I am a poet as well. Um, So I'm just going to read something. God is the first love in everything. Spiritually, that love is a never-ending story. Though in life, when things go wrong, we feel we have failed. But God's love is unfailing and unforgiving. In the natural, you know, love, it's about embracing who you are as a person. And I think we have to love ourselves, but we must also show the same levels of love, levels of love, kindness, care to everybody, regardless of who they are. My definition of love evolved from hearing others' perspectives of of me as a person from different angles. You know, there's times behind closed doors, even in, even, you know, now sometimes I don't have the best of days because of something or somebody, but no matter the pain, I still have to love that person, you know, who has caused it, you know, the true story from the later part in my teenage years, I just remember being in a place blindsided, you know, I was blindsided by friendships and bonds, you know, that I thought were real, but they weren't. It wasn't until around my 19th birthday that those who I thought were friends, they weren't. You know, some of these girls, you know, they were blindsided by me, not wanting to have any communication whatsoever. But in order to, I needed to free myself. And in order, in, in, and in freeing myself, I was able to identify, you know, 
with caution who I want in my circle because I can't trust any and everybody. But I've always said, even though I don't like what someone may have done to me, you know, because people's actions can affect you in different ways. As a Christian, I have to love them. And that stuck with me for many years. As hard as it is, one of the things that I've learned is I've learned to have, I'm learning to forgive, forgive more. And, you know, forgiving is not always easy. But you know something about God? He will listen, you know, in, in order for him to help you, you have to know him for yourself, you know. Your faith is probably going to be smaller as a mustard seed, but that's big to him. Um, my advice to others is to acknowledge it's okay not to feel okay at times. That's completely normal. You know, we can't all be robotic. But remember, God loves you in every single way. You know, he loves your exterior. He loves your interior being. You know, a, pre a preacher once said, to transition through your pain, you must acknowledge you are in pain. You know, think about love as no two days being the same. Yeah, it's draining. It's mental practice. And it's one that involves getting your head around. But don't worry, take each day as it comes. You know, you don't have to say you love someone or something all the time. Remember, actions are like love as well. And actions, you know, they speak louder than words. You know, in my own personal journey, I've learned that I love hard. You know, our people say to me, Nuri, you love hard and I'm loyal, but I don't give up. On the other hand, life is what you make of it. And I choose to swim, not to sink and allow others to influence me negatively. I'm not perfect. No one is. I'm still learning I'm on my own personal journey. One thing I will say, because, you know, we've got so many influences out there at the moment, you know, you know, to anybody that's listening to this, to any young females that are listening to this and you're in this bubble, you know, we've all been through it, you know what I mean? You know, we've all been through a period of low self-esteem. You know, don't, don't allow the social media imagery to define you. Be unapologetically you because that is where your unique abilities lie. And Thank you so much. <laughs> you are welcome. In your letter, you talked about the labor of loving and how love requires work. What would you say to Christians who find showing biblical love to be difficult? I think it's not easy. It's not easy being a Christian at times. You know, you go through trials, you go through tribulations, but it's about how you, you know, no matter how much you run from it, you just remember, look, there's somebody there. Because I'll be honest with you, you know, I've had my times when I've been, you know, in mm. and out of church. There's times when, I'm thinking, oh, church, it's a chore. Oh, you know, reading my Bible, it's a chore. It wasn't until I realized I was in a place where I needed God the most. I had to start all over again in some instances, and it was tough. Can you share with us how you became a Christian? I was raised a Christian, literally. I think I was raised a Christian from the womb. Um, got baptized at the age of seven years old. Got filled around a few months later when I was like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. um but you know like I said the, over the years I've had my moments of being in and out of church as well you know even though look I was in Sunday school you know went to morning service night service convocations you name it you know I had to learn the golden text um you know I think for me what I had was a foundation even though I may not have enjoyed it at the times you know on reflection 
it's a foundation because you know I don't forget where I come from but you know after the time where I was sort of in and out of church it's like I had to sort of start all over again and this wasn't until I was about 21 22 yeah because I lived in a different place at the time and then I moved back and then when I started when I moved back that's when I started to go back to church full time I went to a different church to what I was used to but you know I needed just to get my foot in the door you know really kick my steps in a little bit as mm-hmm. well so I start so it's almost like you're it's like a it's like a rebirth in a way but then you know there was a time where I felt like where I was in that time it was like I need a place to crash so again I had to sort of okay take a step back and restart all over again so for me it's almost like you're having a rebirth more than once it's weird but that's how it felt like to me and you know it wasn't until things started happening I started just to really understand who God really was oh and what how did you understand God this most recent time that you returned to the church I think for me it was just understanding you know how he operates in his time because obviously I had to go through things to understand like okay why is this happening why me and, it, and we all have to go Mm-hmm. when you go through that's when you understand how God really is not just in the good times but in the bad times as well and I think that's when you really have to seek God you know what I mean there's times where you just have to cry out and say God why but at the end of the day he listens because times when I didn't feel like he was listening to me because mm. then I saw God does actually listen God does actually answer prayers and sometimes you have to encourage yourself you know what mm-hmm. I mean you know, you have to sort of minister to yourself in a way, because at the same time, I think when you speak that over yourself, you know, when you, even when you're just talking to Jesus, like, I mean, the song says, have a little talk with Jesus, you know, he will understand, he will understand, but you also have to understand, you know, there's got to be actions with a vocal reaction, and that's one of the things I've always believed in, you know what I mean? Because I've always been that person just to like, you know, no matter how bad things are, I find myself bouncing back, but I find God bouncing me back as well, with me bouncing myself back out of things and that mm-hmm. situation. So again, it's about seeking that. Like I said, I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, we all make mistakes, we're all human, but it's just about actually realising to say that look, there's a higher power in all of this as mm-hmm. well. And I think, like I said, that's how I started to understand how how God really works and how God operates and it's not until you really go through it that you, you you understand how God operates. God might not say in his time but he's on time. You know, there's a song by Vincent Bahanan, if I'm pronouncing his name right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I know he's right on time um, because he's always there and he is and he really is. And like sometimes I sometimes I doubt it. Because I'm thinking, God, like, where are you? Where are you when I need you? But yeah. He's there. I love everything that you just said, and I resonate with it so much. I think yeah. earlier this year, I was just having this conversation with God, and I just was being a brat. I was being honest, but I was being a brat. And I was like, yeah. You know, I don't understand why this is happening to me. I don't know why I'm not getting my way. I try to be good. I want to have my way. 
in um, it's almost like being a kid at being a kid at Christmas. You want to be on Santa's what you want to be on Santa's uh, <laughs> best list or something. Yeah, it's true. It really does feel that way. And I was like, you know, I don't even want to read your word. I don't want to read the word right now. I don't want to do anything. I might put in a Christian song and meditate on that. And that's like. Conversations that happen, and sometimes in those moments, I wonder if God is like, "Oh my gosh, she's so sassy." (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, "I'm just gonna put on this gospel song," and I kid you not, I put on the song, listened to it, meditated to it. Yeah. And about less than a week later, I just started getting all these invitations to Bible studies, and I was like, "Oh." Oh, science and science and wonders, science and wonders. (laughs) yes and so I had to be obedient and I went to them and then it encouraged me to read the word for myself and it's just like that's like honestly it it goes along with the quote you're saying too where you're saying like you have to be honest about your problem or how else is it going to be fixed and that's a part of it acknowledge your pain you you must admit you're in pain transition Mm -hmm. to your pain you must admit you're in pain Mm mm-hmm and it's true it like and he won't leave you and I think um when you go through stuff that's when you learn oh he's not going anywhere he hasn't gone anywhere he's always been here all I had to do was open my mouth you know and say something have you had any (laughs) any moments where you just felt like God just kind of audibly like pivoted you like in your life and in your life circumstances oh yeah Many times, you know, there's times where I thought, just when you think you're on the right track, there's something that hits you unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, like, not again. And it's happened a few times. But then I realized, you know, when I look back at it, you know, what that situation did me a favor. Mm. You know what I mean? And sometimes, you don't realize it, but then all of a sudden it has to make sense. And I think it's how you manage that is how you mature spiritually. You might just say, that's it, I want to give up. And that's normal to say that. That's mm-hmm. normal to say that because at the end of the day, it's okay not to be okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just remember, you know, there is light at the end of this and that's why I said you have there's a there's gonna be a an action with a vocal reaction. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So, you know, it's about how you push through. You know, God is I believe that God is for everybody. And for me, you know, you just have to put your faith in him, trust and believe. Mm. How do you actively put your faith in God? even when you are having those down moments? Oh, this is it's, it's tough. It really is tough. But, you know, I first and foremost, I pray. Yeah. I pray. I do ask. And I ask God why, but, you know, I just ask God to just to just help. You know what I mean? But, you know, I try to, I try to, I try to be as positive as possible. You know, I try to stay from any stray away from any negative influences that may stray me or that may, you know, bring me away from wanting to 
get to that point of betterness mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that's how I've had to exercise my faith you know sometimes I might have had to speak about it to somebody because I'm not the type of person that I will open up about every and anything so mm-hmm. you know I might have to like you know tell probably one or two people you know about it or keep it to myself but, like I speak to God about it and say God you know the situation you know the circumstance you know I place it into his hands another thing is I keep pushing I keep pushing you know I've always been a, I've always been a motivated person even when I have been at my lowest point I still drag try and drag myself out of it because at the same time you know this too that too shall pass and that and that can't go on forever you know what I mean you know, especially oh, if you especially if you want to make something for yourself if you want to build a life for yourself you know I'm I'm in my late 20s and you know mm-hmm. I'm at that point where I'm like okay now is the time to you know do more and as I'm speaking to you I'm speaking to myself too you know I've got to do more but you know realize the process around it you know what I mean things won't happen overnight but at the same time as long as I put my head to it and my head's screwed done and I take the steps you know I'll get I'll get through in the best possible way that's you know so it's true it's so true I think staying encouraged and motivated is the key to to oh my gosh it's the key to like growing in your faith I think that's what faith is is staying motivated and encouraged even though the outside might not be what it what you want it to be oh yeah definitely but one of the other things another thing as well is you know not talking too much do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. just be silent about it Mm -hmm. because when the devil can hear the devil can Mm -hmm. hear so you know it's about actually not speaking too soon and not saying too much and being humble as well mm-hmm. at the same and there's a saying in the Caribbean because I'm, I'm Jamaican born I'm Jamaican British Jamaican oh. and um yeah <laughs> well what? I kind of picked up an this will be an interesting um, podcast <laughs> um yeah there's the saying um my mum says this the humblest car, which is like a baby calf, a baby lamb, baby mm-hmm. sheep, whatever you call it over there or over here, sucks the most milk. The humblest car sucks the most milk. Mm-hmm. And that basically says that like if you're humble, you'll see things a bit more and mm. you'll see a lot more positivity. You know, if you just remain humble, be still as well. You know, there's times when I could be a bit, bit better in humility. Right? You know, I've always thought of myself as humble as well. But I know that, you know, there is some circumstances where I may not always be humble mm-hmm. as well. And that's something that, again, you know, I've got to work on myself. Because at the same time, you know, you have to show humility in what in what you do. So far, we've been talking about what it feels like to leave the church or God for a period and then to return. 
Can you share uh, the poem that you wrote for us about staying encouraged? And the poem I'm going to read to you is called Phenomenal. You know, behind every poem, there's a story. You know, I wrote this poem on the basis of thinking, actually, you know, women, you know, you are amazing. You may have bad days, but you are amazing. Remember, you know, you've got what it takes. You know, anything is possible. And, you know, having faith as well. So here goes. Thank you so much for sharing that beautiful poem. I love the mindset that you shared about pushing through. And so often a good attitude is influenced by the people we keep around us. What do you have to say about biblical friendships and how should Christians conduct themselves in a welcoming way? Passion for what you do, having the mindset to put through, to push through even when you feel like giving up never underestimate who is looking down from above open your eyes realize you have what it takes meet each moment with a handshake especially when you work so hard to achieve notice god he makes no mistakes as in him you should believe anything is possible remember you are phenomenal listen learn have faith and see the great rewards in return. I think my take my take on biblical friendships is that you do have to be careful who you have around you. Not everybody's going to be for you. But what I will say mm. is not don't be the person to exclude in in certain ways. When I say exclude in certain ways, like the minor things, like how somebody looks, what somebody, how somebody dresses that sort of thing because it's saying that we have to show the love of God to people you know what I mean as I've said you have to love everybody regardless you may not like them but you have to love them because you never know when you might need that person I mean one of the beautiful things I saw on Sunday evening and I don't know if you watched it the Instagram battle between Hezekiah Walker and John P. Key a lot of people oh, were a lot of people were expecting it to be this, oh, this beef and, you know, in the secular way that artists, you know, rap artists would have their normal beef, you know, through Instagram, through Twitter. But you know something about it. They kept it positive. They kept it clean because they are brothers in the gospel music world and they have to show the love of God in a way. And the line that I took from it was, and Hezekiah Walker said this, we do not compete, we complete. And that just mm. shows the brotherly love. That there. was a whole line. I love that. We do not compete, we complete. We complete. Mm. I, and I love that. Yeah. And I thought, my goodness, you know, the internet and everybody can say everything else. But at the same time, they know who they are. And they know mm-hmm. what they stand for, and they know how their music has affected people in many ways. So, at the same time, it's about you're showing the love of God through different ways. You know, one of the things I don't know if you watched my video uh, last week, I talked about ministry emotion. You know, it's mm. not about me, 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 it's about God. And the thing is, what you have to do is going to be for God, you've got to show God's love 
in different ways, but you know, make sure it's centered around him, it's for him. You know, this is where people are asking, Who is this Jesus? You know what I mean? Mm. Especially in the situation that we are in now, who is this God? You know, how can he love me? You know what I mean? Absolutely. As, while you were saying that, it kind of gave me the epiphany of like, I always say that, um, you know, or I've heard people say is that when you meet someone, you want to really be an ambassador for God. You want to be a representative for God because you might not know if you're the first time, like this is the first time someone has come into contact with God. You might be the, the closest thing to that and you might yeah. be the first reference for that. And so like going back to that humility it's so important for us to be humble and have humility and it allows us it like God gives and through that God gives us the grace to set our own egos aside to set the me aside in order to um to be loved because it's it's lighter not only like light in the sense of like just radiating the love but lighter as in the the yoke and the weight of it all it's like oh, I don't have to I don't have to carry the anger or the unforgiveness or the X, Y, and Z because at the end of the day I'm here to be a representative. What tip would you give to someone who is feeling lovelessness and how would you encourage them to embrace God's love? Okay, the tip that I would give to somebody who is dealing with lovelessness is that realize you're not alone mm-hmm. in this, you know. Love doesn't always have to be physical. You know, love doesn't have to be verbal. It can be spiritual. It can be natural. Remember, you are love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even, you know, especially like the single people who say that we want somebody to love us. But remember, you have got to love yourself first. It is tough. Mm. there is no ifs or buts about it but at the same time when you're able to embrace yourself you can embrace others you know but you know do things that make you happy you know what I mean do things that make you happy don't look at what other people are doing and this is what I said about the social media industry the social media like you know don't look at that because that doesn't define you you define you thank you so much where can people find you if they're interested in staying connected with you and your poetry and your awesome relationship with god like where can they keep up with you okay so people can find me and i am on facebook and i am going to spell this out and so that's poetry by n for november e for echo r for romeo e for echo e for echo that's poetry binary n-e-r that's on facebook on youtube they can also find me poetry binary they can see videos of some of the things that i perform and just random things as well and you know me talking about faith-based pieces and obviously things that i do for other events and occasions as well i am also on instagram and people can follow me on mcken underscore 93 so that's mcken underscore 93 but i have also started a zoom account as well so if anybody is interested in zooming with me and they can um, you know but my email address is poetrybinary at yahoo.com 
All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me to be a part of it. And, you know, keep this going. Don't give up on this. You know, you know, people, Element Agape, she's a passionate, passionate creative. Please follow her. She's on Instagram, you know, Birmingham, Alabama. Check her out, people. Check her out. She's a creative but she's a creative who loves the Lord. And when she does it, she doesn't do it about, it's not about her, it's about God. She's all about, she's a God-centered female. So check her out. Thank you. That touches my heart. (laughs) You are welcome. Don't don't cry me on air now. (laughs) Don't cry me on air now. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for having All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Nuri, for sharing your journey with us and sharing your artistry. One thing that I am taking away this week is to tune out of social media and to tune into God. I loved the message that you had to share about not comparing yourself based on what you see on your Instagram feed. And that's what I'm going to take with me throughout this week. If you were touched by any of this content, please reach out, share, um, Send it to anyone else you think it might reach. This community is for us and it's by us. And you sharing and you commenting are ways to support without any cost. So tune into the next episode. I hope you enjoy it. Have a great day, ladies.